baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, hanging out with you this morning. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. We hope to entertain, enlighten, and quite possibly enrage you, uh, as long as some educational things perhaps along the way. We are brought to you by the good doctor, David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, folks. Go by and see them on US 165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. You're welcome to text in, and I'm sure some of you will today. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line at 888-993-7762. Well, I learned the lesson, Jamie, from the Super Bowl. Never leave early. Never assume things are the way that it looks like. Because it's with life, sports has a sense of humor. The Cleveland Cavaliers looked like they were going to win game three. Uh, had a five-point lead on a couple possess- on, uh, on several possessions. Never able to extend that. And lo and behold, they go 0 for 8 from the field in an 11-0 run by the Golden State Warriors, capped by Kevin Durant's Dagger three that gives the Warriors the improbable lead and takes us to 3-0 in the series. If ever sport imitated life, uh, this very much uh, probably resembles my uh, lack of a love life. Uh, You get your best performance, and uh, lo and behold, out of LeBron and Kyrie Irving, and uh, not only do you lose, but you're also losing money in the process. So... uh, and in this particular case, the uh, the Cavaliers are down three and zero after a thirty nine perform thirty nine thirty eight performance by those that duo. Uh, Kevin Love was somewhat in the picture. Uh, I think they got some some uh, production off the bench uh, from Tristan Thompson, but no, never enough. Uh, J.R. Smith also, but when you give that kind of effort and you can't win, uh, as, as LeBron James said after the game, I gave it everything I had, and you're down. 3-0, uh, it's possibly, possibly got to be one of the most deflating losses the Cavaliers have ever experienced. That that was an incredible basketball game in so many ways. You know, if you look at what happened, I mean, Kyrie Irving is absolutely one of the best players on the planet. He's in the discussion of the top. You give me Kyrie Irving, you could have James Harden and Russell Westbrook. I will take Kyrie Irving every day, all day, over those two guys. Uh, magnificent. Really? Uh, I'm sorry. Really? Over, yeah. Over, absolutely. Over hard and wet. Absolutely. Over both of them. Okay. They're stat monsters. Okay. Fair enough. Uh, Kyrie Irving has proven he can win. The guy did everything but sell popcorn in the stands last night. Uh, LeBron James, same way. The problem with the Cavaliers, and, and you saw this, and LeBron alluded to it. The problem, and you felt this way the whole time, even if the Cavs had won the game. I would have said the same thing. 
it just looked like they struggled to make shots. I mean, everything the Cavs did, it was a, a, just an incredible. I mean, how many times did Kyrie Irving go to the basket like, there's no way he's getting that? It went in. I mean, just time after time after time, improbable. And then it looked like Golden State, they never struggled to score. It was always a flow. It was always uh, things went, seemed like it went a lot easier for them. And so that was the um, that was a difference in the game. And then just a mistake by LeBron James last night at the very end after Corver misses the three that would have just, you know, that would have sealed the game. LeBron is guarding Durant. Durant comes in, treats too far back inside that three-point line. And Kevin Durant just walks into a, you know, I won't say it was a casual, easy three-point shot, but for Kevin Durant, Probably the most open shot he's going to get all night. He no hesitation. It. He walks into it and drains it. Uh, ball game. And you could just hear that that energy suck out of that crowd. Uh, you know, it was over. Now, do I think Cleveland on Friday may come back and win the game? Probably so. Because, uh, I mean, they, those guys have a lot of pride about them. They're not going to be – they don't want to be the team that got swept. Uh, they want to deny the Warriors, just like they did last year. The Warriors had the best record in the history of the NBA. And the Cavaliers denied them that. I think the Cavaliers, I think as a foregone conclusion, the Warriors are going to win this series. But you know what? The Cavs can deny them. They can make oh, sure sweet. that they're not the only team in history that's ever swept through the playoffs. Yeah, and I think uh, coming back from a 3 1 deficit, uh, you know, is a little little easier than three at this point. But uh, nobody's ever done it. Yeah, and I, I think last year, of course, you know, I think you indicated the key component in that, and that's Kevin Durant. And he's the difference maker. And uh, when you can draw close, I mean, this has been the closest game of the, the three played so far. So you're looking at, you know, Cleveland at home, a chance to avoid the sweep. Um, but you've got to have, and, and you get 39 and 38 out of LeBron and, and Irving and still can't win. That's That's got to be deflating. And I, I truly believe, you know, and everybody can say, well, in the minutes that both of those two are having to log, Whereas I think I think you could probably say Golden State's eleven deep can go eleven deep, whereas I would say Cleveland maybe can go eight or nine. Um, but at, at any point, somebody else is going to have to step up, um, and I don't know who that is. I mean, you think how good a Cleve a ball club Cleveland really is. I mean, you look at that roster and going there. Oh man, this is this has got world champion all over, and, they're and very they won, good. and they and they're returning. So the returning world champion. So how do you do it? I mean. If you're Cleveland, this is uh, – I got to catch a little bit of uh, the commissioner's interview at halftime, and he was talking about just the pure athleticism of these two teams and how you'll never and, – and the question was broached, is this a dynasty we're looking at in Golden State? And, he, of course, he didn't want to touch that. He, he's, he's interested in parity as well, but he was just he, – he kept deflecting to just look at the greatness. And, and it's true. I mean, these are just superb top line, kind of like the ones you're going to have here at St. Frederick. I mean, just top of the line. Well, I mean, if you look at this game, and you look <laughs> at the dip. bench with the, with the Cleveland Cavaliers, they had 11 points combined. Mm-hmm. They had 10 fouls. The, right. the bench was non-existent. Uh, Richard Jefferson, zero. Darren Williams hurt him. Shumpert was uh, bizarrely uneff- ineffective. Corver was hit or miss. I mean, he hit a couple shots, but defensively he's a liability. And then you look at their starters, Jamie. You look at Tristan Thompson, who has three more rebounds than you did last night. Tristan Thompson does not score. 
plays 23 minutes, takes one shot, gets three rebounds. Did Jefferson contribute at all? Uh, Jefferson does not. I'm sorry. He made uh, apparently one free throw. Yeah, where's the where's the difference maker in that? Uh, okay, you got. Let's just say you get. What did Love have? Sixteen? No, Love he didn't was, have that. Did no, he? Love was. He Love just, uh, from the field was bad. He's one out of nine from the field, but he has thirteen rebounds. Kevin Love keyed that thing last night. By the, the Cavaliers started making the hustle plays mm-hmm. in the third and most of the fourth quarter. To me, that game changed when Kevin Love went out with that injury with about two minutes to go. Because you got to go back with somebody that's not productive. Look, J.R. Smith was a disaster. I know we went five for ten from the three line last night, but some of the shots he, he takes are just – I mean, Steph Curry would say, good Lord, that's a bad shot. Uh, yeah, J.R. Smith doesn't take any shots. It's not a three, and he has one rebound in 34 minutes. So J.R. has one more rebound than a dead man. Well, Tristan is, Thompson, yeah. n- not existent. Kevin Love played horribly bad. Uh, in terms of production, offensive output, LeBron James, Kyrie Irving, magnificent. And you compare and contrast that with the Golden State Warriors. Uh, Draymond Green did a decent job of keeping his emotions in check last night. Uh, in foul trouble the whole night, five points, only plays 33 minutes, eight points, eight rebounds. Kevin Durant, 31 points, eight rebounds, 41 minutes. Uh, Pachulia was an abject disaster, and they, that's why he played 13 minutes and accounted for several of the Cavaliers' points on offensive fouls and turnovers. Steph Curry, uh, a, who would have thought this? Th- this tells you something. You really want to think about uh, a, an issue with this game. Let me give you an alarming stat. Steph Curry had 13 rebounds. Why that's significant? Kevin Love had 13 rebounds for the Cavaliers. They were the two leading rebounders in the game. Steph Curry had more rebounds than Steph Curry. Steph Curry, all six feet of him rebounds, or six one. 26 points, 13 rebounds. Clay Thompson uh, played very very well. 30 points, six rebounds. They just had balance, and then you go to the bench. Uh, Iguodala was okay. Uh, Sean Livingston played well. Mm-hmm. Barnes didn't play much. Uh, they had the rookie that was – the Clark kid was awful. Uh, played nine minutes. But both of these benches, Jamie, and I think you're seeing this because of the salary cap, neither bench is very good. I mean, it's just not – it's not very good. Uh, they, you know, they shipped the kid last year that the Warriors had to Harrison the Dallas Lawrence. Mavericks. Yeah. And they upgraded with Kevin Durant. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. You, there's your, there's your difference maker right there. Well, and just the Warriors, nothing was hurried, nothing was, nothing was frantic. I mean, they were beaten, and I think the Cavaliers thought that, and then a couple bad shots, uh, a couple missed opportunities for the Cavaliers, and there's Kevin Durant walking into a three-point shot that was a for Kevin Durant a very it'll be easy for LeBron or any of the shooters. When you um, you brought up the stat the other day. Um, the Warriors have had one loss since Valentine's Day. Since after about since March, they've since lost March. one game since March. Okay, and that's unprecedented. I mean, you just—I just don't understand. I mean, this is freaky. I don't know if we'll see it in sport again. That it's—it's really this dominant in, in profession at the professional level, at least. 
Um, I mean, I think you could almost throw Alabama in the conversation in college football about dominance. But uh, to, to be able to have this over a – and I'm just talking I'm just talking about the grind of an 82-game schedule, the grind of 16, you know, and, and not being extended in any of those. I mean, you, you're playing four and done. You've got – you're playing three less games each round possibly. And then uh, you take all that into consideration. And for them to maintain – that level of performance over this extended period of time, I just think is is phenomenal, because I mean you're talking about, a, a, as you well know, I mean this is a this is a sport that demands so much athleticism, so much uh, skill, and these two teams, I mean the Cavaliers, I, which I think you know, I I won't, you know, I was pulling for them. I mean I still am, but I don't I don't think there's any way, you know, they can they can extend this past maybe. I mean, they may get swept. And that's that's hard to fathom in this day and time. Well, we've got a couple texts, and, I, and I'll read those, and I can't disagree. Andre, uh, LeBron keeps losing, and he's going to opt out and join the Warriors for the league minimum. <laughs> hey, <laughs> why not? Uh, Sunshine, how about Darren Williams over in the finals? Yeah. Uh, that's Matt chiming in. Steve, up by two with the ball and a minute to go. Why didn't the Cavs milk some clock? And ISO Kyrie or LeBron instead of quick three by Corver that was missed. Why? You know, it was the right play. And I'll say this, the, the shot for Corver, because Cleveland had been doing a great job on the screen and roll all, all night. And they were getting the switches. And, and you know, from, from Jamel McGee to whoever it was, Kyrie Irving was going against Klay Thompson. Klay Thompson arguably one of the best defenders on the planet. And Kyrie Irving just catching him in the isolation. Or you see LeBron with a switch on Steph Curry would go to the rack. Uh, I think LeBron is the one that made the pass to Corver, And it was a wide open three. In the NBA, you got to give up something. You could, you could shut certain things down. And I think to LeBron's credit, he made the right pass. Corver, uh, you got to hit the shot. I mean, you go back to John Paxton. You go back to Steve Kerr when he played with the Bulls with Jordan. Uh, you got to hit that shot when your time comes up. Not able to make it. And then I think uh, just going down, and again, it was such an easy shot for Kevin Durant. Just the walk-up three, Jamie, and just drains it, and you could just see the energy and emotion leave out of that crowd. Mm-hmm. And it, it, Cleveland it didn't a, have an answer at that point. I don't think at that point they didn't have an answer. No, they and, come down, and uh, Igladola steals it from LeBron who could have tied it. Uh, it. Just everything went wrong down the stretch for Cleveland in terms of they didn't make shots. But you got to give the Warriors credit. They stayed in position. They stayed in position. They never panicked. They make the plays. They win the game. So, Well, I think you, you pretty much summed it up real well early in the conversation when you talked about how throughout the whole game it looked like Golden State never their, – their style of play – never really had to adjust as far as they were methodical. They, they It looked like their offense was smoother than Cleveland, even though Cleveland was making shots. Yeah, it was a high screen and roll with Cleveland. Everybody yeah. from the fourth grade up runs the high screen and roll because it works. Uh, Golden State is more like a Spurs set. It's a, it's a Euro set. Everybody running to those three-point lines, and if you shoot it the way they do, 
Uh, we'll come back. I sent a couple tweets last night. Got a little attention. It's kind of funny. You listen to ESPN 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. This segment brought to you by our friends at Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by mm. Design. Go by and see them on Tower Drive next to Nukes in Monroe. We'll be back in a minute. To win in sports, you must focus on your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. I'm Eric McCullough, your Edward Jones Financial Advisor, and I can help. Call 318-254-0032 or stop by my office at 734 Celebrity Drive today. Edward Jones, making sense of investing. Member SIPC. Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 4000 off 16 Wranglers, 17 Grand Cherokee Limiteds at 3750 in rebates, get a 17 Renegade for 19.9, and 17 Cherokees have 4500 in rebates. Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. Hi, I'm Dr. Daniel Raymond with Neela Dental. Your time is just as important to us as it is to you. That's why we have three convenient locations to serve you. And at Neela Dental, we can meet all your dental needs, including removal of wisdom teeth, dental implant surgery and restoration, and IV sedation. Call one of our three locations in Farmable, Oak Grove, or Monroe for your free consultation, or visit our website at neeladental.com. That's N-E-L-A dental.com. Start smiling today. If you could talk to your animal when they say, they're telling you to take me to North Monroe Animal Hospital, listen closely and you'll hear what Dr. David Weber hears. That's a thank you for taking me to North Monroe Animal Hospital. For your animal's health care, call Dr. David Weber at North Monroe Animal Hospital, 345-4545. No animal too small or too large. Well, you better call Dr. Weber first on that one. 345-4545. We're living on the edge. Living on the edge makes weekdays more fun, especially when you're doing it with Terry Waldrop. Welcome back to the edge on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge, rolling on a Thursday edition. Appreciate you spending a little part of your morning with us. This segment brought to you by our friends at GB Cooley, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is the Louisiana Special Olympics. Well, if you watched Steph Curry shoot some shots last night, uh, he made some terrible shots. And I I think people watching that think that sometimes that's how you play folks. Let, Let me save you some let me save you from getting cut off your seventh grade team. Just because Steph Curry makes those shots, please don't shoot them. Yeah. Your, your coach will go crazy. Steph Curry might be the only one in the world, probably is the only one in the world, that can do that on a consistent basis. Uh, he has the ability to make terrible shots uh, because he's practiced so much and his skill level is at such a high level that uh, if you just watch him play, I mean, you're going to have every little seventh grader cranking stuff up from 40 feet out because, hey, coach, I was open. Well, no kidding, you were open. You are open from 40. I had one of my players text me who's uh, been playing in Europe, uh, I guess, the last five or six years, Jamie, uh, and Eric Frederick, who was a whale of a player and played in the D League and got a little bit of NBA 
uh, exposure never made the show, but it's come close. And you know, who at some point still made? He's the only guy that I ever coached that could make more bad shots than you could ever imagine. It just he could make them. Uh, it didn't matter. It, it, the dude could make bad shots. Does he? Does that explain your lack of hair watching some of the shots Eric Frederick put up? But most of them did go in. You know, Eric Frederick. Uh, my last year there, he averaged twenty nine a game. Wow. And uh, we had the two of the top three scorers in the country. Really? Yeah, we had Ronnie Moss out of TCU, yeah. and it was a different, uh, it was a different dynamic uh, with those two. So we ended up running a high screen and roll with those two because <laughs> one of the two was going to shoot it anyway. Dear God! Uh, but yeah, it was. Uh, you just got to figure those things out with those players. But yeah, that's not the way to play. Speaking of not the way to play, let, let's kind of go oblong uh, ball here, and let's jump over to our friends in the Big Twelve who took a serious credibility hit, in my opinion, yesterday with Bob Stoops stepping down as head coach of the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, there's more conspiracy theories uh, floating around out there than the Kennedy assassination. And then this is, uh, of course, if you've uh, been sleeping under a rock the last 24 hours, you've uh, probably heard the news that Bob Stoops stepped down after 18 years as the Oklahoma head coach. Uh, at the age of 56, which scares Terry and I because that's that's our area. Um, and he doesn't cite health reasons as an example. He just 18 years. Uh, I don't think uh, you can maybe make a strong argument that he wasn't the best coach in the Big 12 the last 18 years and uh, has a national championship to show for it, a lot of uh, runner-ups. Uh, consistently, I think, as Sean indicated, uh, first year back at Oklahoma after the debacle that John Blake uh, left in his wake at OU. Uh, Stoops went 7-5 and five his first year. Followed that up with uh, consistent 9-10 win seasons. I think he only had three or four eight-win seasons, so that's 8-4, and four, or back in that, maybe before they went to the 12th game. A lot of 8-3 and three seasons. So, uh, uh I would say excellence, consistency. Um, you would also have to say producer, a lot of talent. And uh, you kept hearing the name Lincoln Riley bandied about in the offseason. Uh, his head coaching job, I think East Carolina took a long look at him. Uh, he spent a five years there, I believe, uh, as offensive coordinator, co-head coach. And now at 33 is given handed over the reins to the uh, Oklahoma program and uh, now you know why he may be stuck around because uh, I have a feeling, Terry, you may know more than this than I do, that uh, he and Mr. Stoops had more than a few conversations and then said, hey, you know, I'm out of here after this year. Now, uh, a lot has been made about why June. Well, to me it makes a little bit of sense because your, your recruiting is over. Uh, but then again, now this is also a hit in the sense that uh, – you know, as, as you know, Terry, it's become a 24-7 job, and uh, particularly maybe now with this early signing date. Um, I think all these may have played a role. Uh, it's been mentioned that Bob Stoops' dad passed away right about his age where he is now in the mid-50s. Um, so he's concerned about it. He just wants to live life. And there's going to be – I don't know if you'll see 18 years. Uh, now that's the barometer uh, as far as how long coaches will last. It's, it's just a grueling profession. Um, and I think, unfortunately, they've done some things. The NCA has done some things that make it even harder on coaches, the demands of fans. Um, you don't think somebody's under pressure. Just think what Hugh Freeze is thinking right now. 
Um, and again, it doesn't make any difference uh, where you are. I think I, I almost really applaud this decision by Stoops um, because uh, you know he's gotten to the he's kept the program consistent. He's going out on top. I don't think by any stretch of the imagination he's a quitter. I mean, you'd like to see him maybe go 20 years, but, I mean, he says he's had enough. And uh, who's to say that's not a – in this day and age, that's what you're going to see um, because of the demands of the fan base. But I don't know, Terry, where do you feel as far as – you? I think you take a little bit of a different stance on this. You may feel that there are things maybe in the background lurking. Yeah. Maybe the Russians. Yeah, uh, maybe the Russians. Who, who, who is involved in this? You know, yeah. Uh, but what are the parties my, involved? Just my maybe experience or maybe my suspicions, if you will. I think there's probably more to this thing than, hey, I just want to step down. Because the timing of it is what, uh, you know, is what gets me. If you're going to step down, typically you would do almost like Spurrier. Mm-hmm. Hey, I've had enough of it, and I'm going to leave in the middle of the year or as soon as the year is over. You're gonna, we're going to make that move. Stepping down in June, ahead of the meetings, you got a new recruiting class coming in. You know, it just it just seems like something is odd with that. I could be completely off base with it. But then again, knowing college football and college basketball coaches, very little that they do is just coincidence. Very little that they do is just haphazard. Oh, well, that's what we're going to do. So it's calculated for some reason or another. I'll tell you the bigger picture with this, and you talk about an SEC antagonist. You, I don't know that you've had a better or a bigger antagonist uh, for the Southeastern Conference than one uh, Bob Stoops. Because if you look at what Stoops has done, I think he's going out on a 5-0 and run against the SEC. Remember, he took down Saban in the, uh, in the Sugar Bowl. He beat a depleted Auburn team. I was it? This year he beat him in the Sugar Bowl, yeah, pretty, pretty handily, Yeah, too. beat him pretty handily. And so this guy, what, 10 conference titles, national championship in 2001, the winningest coach. He's going to remain there as an assistant to the athletic director. Maybe he jumps to athletic director status. You know, I don't know. 18 years is a long, long time. Nicknamed Big Game Bob because people were not happy because well, – who, who was uh, Skip Bayless? who is the troll of all trolls, tweets out yesterday uh, something to the effect that Stoops was a master recruiter, lousy motivator, lousy coach. Like, dude, really? And uh, Skip Bayless, again, shows you why uh, certain networks uh, popular. to hire him. Yeah, they're, they're dropping. He's a troll. Uh, but Bob Stoops, Lincoln Riley coming in. How does this factor in for the Big 12? The Big 12 has already taken a bunch of hits with uh, the situation going on at Baylor. Who else is in the Big 12? Kansas State just had some negative publicity with not releasing the kid. By the way, they had they ended up having to release that kid. Yeah, I think, yeah, Josh Sutton, I think. Yeah, yeah they, they ended up having, yeah. which was very predictable. Mm-hmm. And so now you have Bob Stoops, who is the dean of coaches other than Bill Snyder in the Big 12. Everybody else is new or unproven. And so you're left with Gundy at Oklahoma State, Tom Herman, who the paint's not dry on his office furniture yet, and that's it. So is the Big 12, is it the crisis could not get worse for the Big 12? I think it just did, Jamie. Well, I think there's other things, like you said, that may be afoot out there. I think maybe the uh, the rumors of uh, OU in Texas possibly head, heading to the Pac-12 and uh, Stoops didn't want to fight that battle. 
Um, and perhaps it could be sanctions, possible sanctions coming down. Uh, you don't know, or he he's aware of something. Um, I'm sure the Mixon debacle uh, was draining, but I don't think that really plays that big of a role. Um, at this point, maybe just the expectations of the fan base that has to wear on anybody. Um, what's your What's your theory? Well, here's here's another interesting tidbit, and again, I'm not uh, you know there's no inside information or anything, but uh, Bob Stoops. Just purchased a two and a half million dollar home on the Gold Coast area in Chicago. You know, I mean, everybody needs a couple of different homes. Why in the world would you retire and move to Chicago? Well, this this is a, obviously a gated area. This is not the uh, they shoot people on sight part of Chicago, but uh, that was just an interesting tidbit. How big did you say the house was? It was two, uh, two and a quarter million dollars. Good luck paying property taxes on that in Evanston. I don't think he's going to have a problem with that, Jamie. Yeah, but there, what, <laughs> why, why, okay, I know he's from Youngstown, Ohio, originally and all that. He's part of that clan, but uh, what is the motivation for, I mean, it's a beautiful area. I'm, I'm not knocking that, but Northwest, I mean, I don't think Pat Fitzgerald's going anywhere at Northwestern. Well, there's but, another pretty big, uh, well, if he could coach basketball, we get the Ohio State basketball <laughs> job open. Right, which we need to talk about. Yeah, we'll talk about that next. But, yeah, this is uh, this is interesting with Bob Stoops. I think it hurts the Big 12 in terms of credibility nationally. Uh, all due respect to Lincoln Riley, Lincoln Riley is uh, Kirby Smart. Hadn't really proven anything. He's Tom Herman, with the exception he hasn't been a head coach. So lots of stuff going on there on uh, – yeah, once you move into that chair, it's a whole different ballgame. It's game. a whole different gig. You listen to ESPN 97.7. Speaking of chairs, we're going to take a break. This segment sponsored by our friends at Spa Novell. Go see mm-hmm. them on Lammy Lane in Monroe. Spa Novell, gifts, anniversary presents, birthdays, whatever you need, folks. Go check them out. Tell them you heard it on the edge at ESPN 97.7. Jamie and I will be back. Un momento. summer is just around the corner. Before it hits you, take advantage of Lennox $1,500 rebates or 0% APR financing for 72 months or payments as low as $73.50 per month. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, your independent Lennox dealer for North Louisiana. Jilly's Heating and Cooling, we heat you up, we cool you down. Rockin' fast car wash. Rockin' fast. It's a blast. And your vehicle is clean. At Rocket Fast Car Wash, our goal is clean cars and a great experience. With our free bug wash, wall of foam, carnauba wax, tire shine, and free vax, you'll always get more value for your money at Rocket Fast, and all in four minutes or less. With our unlimited Fast Pass, you can wash as often as you like at any of our six locations, from Monroe to our newest location at 9625 Mansfield Road in Shreveport. Rocket Fast, the fast and easy way to wash your car. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln is proud to support the men and women who serve. So for a limited time, J. Mallard Ford is giving an extra $1,000 rebate to all first responders and military personnel, active duty or retired. Currently, J. Mallard has six 2016 F-150s in stock. Come see them and add that extra $1,000 to the already big rebates and discounts. J. Mallard Ford Lincoln in Jonesboro, online at jmallardford.com. Broken window? Sounds like you need Glassworks of West Monroe. 
Glassworks specializes in the highest quality residential glass. From insulated glass to protect your home from the worst weather to vinyl replacement windows with a lifetime warranty to custom installed mirrors and shower doors. Glassworks service is unmatched and their price is always competitive. Let them save you money. Glassworks, 800 Jonesboro Road across from the mill in West Monroe. 387-4747. How does it feel? You're officially living on the edge. Hit Terry Waldrop up at 888-993-7762 and let him know. It's The Edge with Terry Waldrop on ESPN 97.7. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx rolling here on The Edge. You are welcome to text in 888-993-7762, Washita Valley Federal Credit Union uh, text line. Got a bunch of them. Let's start with uh, Steve tells me the Warriors are going to win game four. 16-0 in the playoffs. Let the discussion begin. Are they the best team ever? Delario says somebody needs to let LaMelo Ball uh, do that. Uh, James of West Monroe does the NBA force KD to leave Golden State after this finals? Who knows with the NBA? And, uh, yeah. So, Charles Barkley last night. <laughs> never won for holding his tongue. That's who I wish the round mount of rebound. Obama or President Trump, either one, would have appointed, like, White House press secretary. Wouldn't he be great? It doesn't matter the administration. Barkley goes in there and just, you know, he gives you his opinion. He doesn't care if you like it. Barkley said last night, look, I'm a fat old dude. I will get more rebounds than Tristan Thompson does. Tristan Thompson has been a disaster. And he has the good sense to not to keep his shoes on, unlike Shaquille O'Neal. Well, um, there, there's only one reason for this. It's very simple, Jamie. What's that? What has been the kryptonite? For every athlete, or not every athlete, for many, many high-profile athletes uh, over the last decade, seven, eight years, one mitigating factor, one enormous factor has been the, the one common denominator. And it doesn't matter the sport, football or basketball. Yeah, Tristan Thompson is dating a Kardashian. There you have it. I mean, end There of story. you have it. You have broken the code. End of story. Shocking. Tristan Thompson dating made, a Kardashian. Which, which, which one? Chloe, Chloe, I think. Yes. Is that the one that was married to Lamar? Uh, yes. Okay. So, and that's scary that I should know that uh, or even resemble that. Uh, okay. So, you, what's, what's the best way to deep six a career? Date a Kardashian. Well, if you look at it. It brought Reggie Bush down. Well, it brought uh, Chris Humphreys. Lamar Holden. Like five Chris more minutes. Lamar Odom almost killed himself. Uh then you look at the athlete formerly known as Bruce. I mean, it's just, you know, somewhere in his past, O.J. had to have a Kardashian connection. Yeah, look what it did to uh, to Bruce Jenner. Um, we're not going down that road again. Uh, but uh, there's some strange things that happen to you when you cross paths. And I thought, you know, I thought getting getting uh, getting lifted for three hundred dollars was a was a was a bad deal. Um, this is this is when when you talk about the Kardashians, you're talking about. Um, and let's not go down this rabbit hole too far, but you're you're talking about that's like taking how, how would you describe dating a it's you know you think it's like antifreeze it's colorless odorless tasteless at first you think and that's fine but it's still going to kill you 
right? I yeah, mean, you, you don't think it's going to, but it's still going to kill you. And uh, that's pretty much the way this is when you date a Kardashian. Yeah, they, they've been the kiss of death. Uh, even James Harden. I think James Harden was dating Chloe for a while. I think she sort of makes her rounds. Uh, I'm not, maybe, I mean, certain she people. She certainly have certain is a fan of the NBA, isn't certainly she? Certainly an NBA yeah. fan. Uh, Kanye's career has not went so well when he, after he got married, too. So, uh, yeah, go figure. But, yeah, that was, I, I think that's a big thing. Tristan Thompson, I can't wait for the series to be over and here after about a week or so, LeBron and Kyrie vent. Because, you know, the guy that's the happiest of anybody in the NBA right now, and no, he's not dating a Kardashian, is Mike Brown. Mike Brown is still getting a paycheck from the Cleveland Cavaliers, and he's about to pick up another ring, uh, a championship ring with the Warriors. So how would you like that? The team that you're playing against in the finals is still writing you checks. Okay. Uh, you got to love you only in America, folks. Let's say, how much was he think he was making as head coach of the Cavaliers? Uh, a couple million. S- two or three million? Yes. And they're paying him that plus the difference. Well, no. They're paying the, the difference. difference. Yeah. Which is still, you know. Which, if I'm Golden State, I pay. I give him a dollar, <laughs> and make them pick up the rest well, of it. You know, here's the thing: if if it's good to be him, I mean, it is really. I mean, here's Phil Jackson just just absolutely hemorrhaging in New York, and can't get. Which, you know, I'm, I'm not a big fan of the Zen Master, but Phil might have been uh, the one smoking weed in the Cavaliers locker room. Somebody, yeah, I forgot about that. There was a little hooch going on in yeah. the. Well, but it was synthetic. See, that's what people didn't. Didn't realize oh, Brian Windhorst said, uh, "Hey, I smelled it too." So, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, if you're down now, they got the. I mean, now they've got the excuse to smoke it, though. I mean, they're down three and zero. Matter of fact, I I suggest instead of after the game, they smoke it before the game. Before game four, I think the Cavaliers ought to be higher than than uh, you know, or at least pass it out to the crowd. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, at this point, what the heck have we got to lose? Let's go ahead and have a, a toke or two before the Cold game. Cold dominoes and yeah. A couple of brownies, you know, throw it in there, and let's go at it. I, in fact, instead of if, since it may impact the lung, eat a couple of uh, pot brownies. Uh, <laughs> never worked for me, but it, it it might for the Cavaliers. FS Farmable. How many teams are paying Byron Scott not to coach? <laughs> Probably more than one. You know, I, it was interesting. They asked Steve Kerr the other day, "Hey, who taught this team to play defense?" Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, because Steve Kerr came from a broadcasting position to the head coach. And so two out of three years, it looks like he's going to be the NBA champion. And Steve Kerr goes, hey, look, that, goes to, that credit goes to Mark Jackson, who's, who's calling the game. He and Van Gundy, they're funny. I like those guys. Uh, craziness, though, with the finals. But it's I think I read somewhere it was $22 million. If the sweep happens, it's going to cost the Bay Area, the businesses, and Golden State, et cetera, $22 million wow. for not to come back for a game five. Well, see, um, I still think you're having a game. Couldn't five. happen better to a nicer bunch of folks, though. Um, Frisco. Uh, here's the thing: I think it, to order a more intrigue, I think the Cavaliers need to move Tyron Lue out of the head coaching position and bring in Derek Fisher. Uh, then LeBron's his wife. The other day, you saw that? I did, and and then LeBron's. You know, everybody's everybody on that team's going to go. You know what? I got to work on my game. I got to keep my woman because Derek Fisher's moving into town, and 
nobody's girlfriend or wife is safe. Speaking of such, Matt Barnes played last night. He got a little cameo time in there. Did he really? Yeah. Yeah, he played about 15, 20 seconds with the Warriors. Is that the one that? Yes. Okay, I thought that, so. He was yeah. a former teammate with Derek Fisher with the uh, yeah. with the Lakers, and then Derek Fisher became the coach. And then Derek Fisher has a very unique way of team of, of uh, teammates. Yes, uh, he has a very unique way he looks at camaraderie. If Derek culture. Fisher, yeah, if Derek Fisher tells yeah. you, "Hey, I'm gonna go pick your wife up to come to the game," yeah. Just say no. Don't worry. Let her get an Uber. Don't freak out. Uh, I'll pick her up at the airport for you. Everything's taken care of. Uh, that is like sending lettuce by rabbit. Do not do that. Uh, speaking of somebody who's had a little bit of a uh, maybe wishes he had uh, Derek Fisher would, would come and play for him would be Thad Mata. Um, that's kind of an interesting – again, we're talking about the stoop situation. Yeah. I think Mata's not even 50, though, is he? No. I think, I think Mata's 48, 49, 48, 48 49. 49. Yeah. Um, I don't know Ohio State is – What's going on? basketball coach, the Ohio State, is yeah. the uh, elitist from Ohio State, like to say. Mm. I'm not sure, Jamie, what's happening with that. It's uh, It was a bizarre thing. He and Gene Smith uh, – Gene Smith came out with a politically – and, again, what you've got to do with ADs and with presidents and with GMs and even with coaches – and athletes, you have to read in between the lines. Nobody's just going to come out and say, well, you know what, we didn't like him, we're getting rid of him. Well, we're, we're going to do the proverbial, well, we're moving in a different direction or, or what have you. So that had lost a couple of the recruiting battles, I guess, is, is what Gene Smith indicated. Ohio State's been really good. I mean, went to the final four, went to the championship game uh, with Mike Conley and uh, 86-year-old Greg Oden. Mm-hmm. who looked uh, – when he was like 70, he looked like he was 50. And so the Ohio State basketball had not been as good. And so it's interesting to see who they're going to get here because there will be – unless they go from the pro ranks, uh, which Fred Hoiberg I think would be a, 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 an interesting pick. But if they go to the college ranks, there's going to be a huge domino effect. And remember, this is how Mike White last year – Mm-hmm. Or two's got to Florida. Was it about this time? Yeah, too? it was. It was okay. in the middle of the summer, and people okay. aren't really Billy Donovan, and uh, you know he gets from Florida, Oklahoma City. And they they get rid of uh, the guy they had at City, and so it's a weird dynamic in terms of the dominoes that could fall in college basketball. We've seen Fred now. Fred Hoiberg would not make a big domino because he'd be an NBA opening, and so you have all. I think Mike Brown has put himself into a position where he's going to get a very good head coaching job again. I think there's some other guys out there that, uh, you know, certainly the Popovich coaching tree, uh, Van Gunn, maybe Mark Jackson comes back. All these guys are laying out there from the professional ranks. Would Hoiberg be better served to go back into college? Based on what I saw him do at Iowa State, yeah. I mean, the guy was a winner. He had a way of uh, – he got production. I mean, when's the last time you, you really heard about Iowa State being relevant in anything? And he had that program – I think they got to the Sweet 16, maybe. Uh, I don't know, but consistently. Uh, he was there, what, four or five years? Not a long, long time, but enough to make a huge difference in upgrading that program. Uh, he's, I think, basically 500 in the NBA. Uh, fewer games. Uh, of course, the bad – you know, he's got to recruit again. Uh, but obviously he proved he could do it when he was at Iowa State. That's a tough place to recruit to. And uh, Ohio State is not near as tough a job as, as Iowa State is. Um, so to me, that's your that's your first look. I think uh, Craig McDermott, who's been at Creighton for seven years, 
is uh, and reportedly he's been offered the job, but but who knows at this point? And that's where the dominoes start falling. I think you'd probably have to throw uh, Xavier's Mick Cronin in the mix. Um, I've heard that Arizona is trying to hold on to Sean Miller like, you know, like Derek Fisher is trying to hold on to somebody else's girlfriend. Uh, so it's really tough how uh, how this is going to go. As you mentioned, in this type, uh, you know, recruiting is basically over uh, in the summer. Uh, and, and what do you do at this point? Where do you go to uh, if you're Ohio State at this point in the season? But – you know, I, I think again it goes back to you know you're seeing younger guy, young guys, you know, losing their jobs. You know, I think Thad Mata. I think one of the things that hurt him, my understanding is he lost his uh, entire 2015 recruiting class to transfer. Well, imagine that. Though. Which, which I mean, happens these days. It's I a mean, byproduct yeah, yeah. of uh, it, like Stoops being there 18 years. Yeah, you, you don't see that like you used to, uh, from players transferring to coaches getting fired, taking other jobs. Um, interesting things. We'll, we'll bat that around. Got several texts to read when we get back. You listen to ESPN 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx. We get back. Uh, this segment sponsored by our friend Mr. Bobby Banning, attorney at law. Tremendous North Louisiana attorney specialized in criminal defense, wrongful death, personal injury. Whatever you need, Bobby will fight for you. Give him a call today, 318-342-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. Don't delay. Call him today. Back on Memento, ESPN. Brennan Dodge is pleased to announce our Drive and Discover sales event going on now. This is Steve Brennan inviting you to take a test drive in our new models and see the difference, especially in the all-new 17 Jeep Compass and Advanced Pacifica. Get 20% off all 17 Charger SEs. 17 Challengers have $3,250 in rebates. 17 Ram 1500 Crew Bighorn has $6,000 in rebates. And 17 1500 Crew Laramie has $4,750 in rebates. Take a test drive during the Drive and Discover sales event at Brennan Dodge in Ruston. I want to tell you about my friends at North Monroe Animal Hospital. Specializing in all medical and surgical care for small animals and even providing a boarding service. My friend, Dr. David Weber, and his staff are always my choice for my animals. It should be yours as well. Located conveniently at 4300 Sterlington Road, which is 165 North, you can reach out to them at 345-4545. That's 345-4545. Tell them you heard it here on ESPN 97.7, North Monroe Animal Clinic, the official animal care provider of Terry Waldrop and the Edge. When I got hurt in an accident, I didn't know how I would take care of my medical bills. I took out loans, borrowed from friends and family, but the bills kept piling up. That's when a friend told me to call attorney Bobby Manning. Bobby fought hard for me. He helped make things right. I'm so glad my friend told me to get Bobby. I'm attorney Bobby Manning. If you've been involved in an accident, don't delay. Call me today. Attorney Bobby Manning, office in Monroe. Call 324-1411. Special Olympics of Northeast Louisiana provides athletic competition and year-round sport training for children and adults with intellectual disabilities. It gives them the opportunity to develop fitness, demonstrate courage, and experience the joy of competing. For more information, go to www.laso.org or call 1-800-345-6644. A home is your comfort, your shelter, It's a place where you grow and become. 
I always wanted that for us. A backyard to play in. A front porch to call ours. A home we could be proud of. Because of Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, we were able to have it. Washita Valley Federal Credit Union, making good things happen. to join in on all the fun. Welcome back in ESPN 97.7, The Edge, Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx. Keeping it real, Jamie, on a Thursday. Uh, a couple texts, uh, 888-993-7762, 888 None tells us, uh, we're talking about Bob Stoops. He goes, look, uh, Bob Stoops has more Big 12 titles than he has home losses in his career at Oklahoma, and people think he is overrated. I, I just have one thing to say to that. Fire less miles. Oh, wait, they've already done that. Uh, St. Fred Steve tells me that uh, Bob Stoops, his wife is apparently a very large uh, wheel, if you will, in a, in a cosmetic company. Perhaps their corporate office is in Chicago. That's okay. a thought. Yeah, maybe That's so. a good point. Uh, Sam, who I'm not going to say Sam is a Derek Fitcher apologist, but Sam, and Sam is right. Sam says, you guys realize that that was Barnes' ex-wife, right? As in no longer together. Suppose her Fisher and that woman are still together. She was in the wreck with him the other day. And uh, it wasn't Barnes' girlfriend. They were broken up, had been broken up. So he didn't steal the woman from Barnes. Well, I look at that a little differently. Let's put it in perspective here. How did Matt Barnes find out that his estranged wife, estranged being the operative word, we get that, uh, was seeing his uh, coach and former teammate, Matt Barnes, who, God, I can't believe I'm taking up for Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes (laughs) was FaceTiming his children, you know, four- and six-year-old kids. Granted, they're broken up, so... I guess you could honestly say, yes, they're officially broken. But what is the moral code with guys? Okay, Terry, you and your wife break up, and then uh, six weeks later you see her walking in on my arm. After uh, That's not going to go over very well now, is it? And as a, as a guy rule, you don't date your friend's ex yeah. or even or your teammate's ex. You just don't do it. It's, it's against all man code rules. You just don't do Pro it. Pro code. That is a bro code. It's a bro code. So that's what we're talking about is Derek Fisher has broken the bro code on more than one occasion, and that's why he's not, uh, you know, not well thought of. Imagine why. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't care. I mean, I'm not going to be thrilled seeing, regardless if I've taken somebody out, you know, whatever, uh, you know, eight or ten times and I've invested money in it. Uh, which is this something that's very close to my heart. More than, more than $300. More than $300. Uh, and I don't, you know, and you're going to say, ah, oh, you know, what the heck, we've been broke. No, no, it doesn't work that way. I'm sorry. That is, you are, okay, you're not a real man if you do let's, that. Let's play bro code. Let's okay, just let's, say let's play that, bro code. That, that you do really like the girl. But, you know, Derek Fisher really, wouldn't you, 
this is one of your teammates. Mm-hmm. He plays for you. You have a relationship. You are friends with this guy. Right. Wouldn't you say, you know what, the right thing for me to do here, Jamie, I really like your ex-wife. She and I get along very well. Uh, I just want to give you a heads up. Would that be the thing to do? I mean, it, you wouldn't do it any, but if you're going to do it, it seems like bro code, that's the thing to do. Well, or at least wait for the divorce papers ink to dry. Well, no, give it a, give it a year or so, and let you know let the let the pain and all that subside a little bit, and uh, give it a give it a point. I you know give it time for. I mean, don't wait in there before everybody's. You know, I don't care. You know, I've known people. I've heard of, this was honestly happened a girl that she got literally divorced one day and remarried the next, and wasn't having a tater. Well, I guess he was somewhat of a tater. That's that's strong. That's that takes a lot of chutzpah to do that. I don't. I don't. I don't think that's very good. Are we having. Do we have some comments? Well, FS is. Uh, uh, you know, we have great. We have great listeners. We really do. FS says, "Look, you don't allow another dude to sleep in the same house where your kids live, and you're paying the mortgage." Could not agree more. Thank you, FS. That is exactly right. But there. But wait, there's more, right? Or is no, that the, no, uh, that, that was. Okay. There, there was one I, I, that was re- actually accurate, and I couldn't read, though. It wasn't FS, oh. it was somebody else. Okay. Well, then again, you've got uh, Alex Rodriguez. Oh. Okay, let's look at that one. A-Rod. Uh, here he's got a uh, a vixen who he, uh, a, a lovely lady uh, who he dated who is trying to extort him. And I th- I'm complaining about $300, right? Of course, I'm not in his stratosphere. But a, I, don't just, I mean, this is this is something I think if you'll just give me a little editorial privilege here. Uh, a woman from Alex Rodriguez's past is reportedly attempting to extort him for $600,000, according to that uh, lovely uh, network TMZ. Rodriguez broke up with the woman in 2014 after a non-serious relationship. I don't know how you define non-serious. But now, but she is now reportedly threatening to show private messages to multiple media outlets unless the former New York Yankee star coughs up the money. The 41 year old is currently in a relationship with Jennifer Lopez. According to the report, the ex-girlfriend has allegedly attempted to extort money from Rodriguez in the past but received nothing. So this is this is not their first shot at the title. The price reportedly only went up recently with his new high-profile romance. Rodriguez retired from baseball after 22 season measures, currently works as a full-time analyst by, for Fox Sports. Okay, how low can you go? Well, I'll and it's you. a wonder I'm not a Tibetan monk. I mean, after this, I mean, hey. I'll, I'll show you how low you can go. I have a friend of mine that just sent me this picture. You know, Tristan Thompson, we were on last night, dating mm-hmm. a Kardashian. He's yes. been an absolute zero. This is Tristan Thompson walking out after the game last night. Are those skinny jeans he's wearing? Uh, again, he has broken the bro code. Uh, he I looks like Shaka Khan from the 80s. That That is, uh, <laughs> would you call that almost metrosexual, or how would you refer to that as? I mean, it doesn't look. He looks like a dude that got one rebound last he night. Looks like he, he, he looks like he's having some trouble there deciding. I, I don't think skinny jeans really work dude, on a. The Kardashian curse. Stri- well, you know, see, that's, that's, I'm sure she's maybe, dressing him right now. Maybe this is just an ingenious plot by Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, uh, Steve Kerr to sabotage the Cavaliers from inside because Tristan Thompson got a huge contract last year because yes, he, he played so well. LeBron James went to bat for him. You know, it was it was Tristan Thompson, J.R. Smith, Shumpert. It was the Island of Misfit Toys that came together. Uh, it, you resound that with the greatness of LeBron, Kyrie, 
and the fifth Beatle, Kevin Love, who's a very good player. And, and probably they came back and won the games just on the strength of just the greatness of those, those LeBron and Kyrie, basically. But Tristan Thompson, those guys had huge roles. They have been abject disasters so far. And that just sort of takes the cake. Tristan Thompson literally uh, comes out last night. The guy who sent me this picture when he left the game. I think Khloe Kardashian actually dressed him. Yes. It, yeah, it, I think so, too. You know yeah. how the moms, when the kids go to school for the first time, they dress them in the real mm-hmm. cute gear that, you know, the, the matching shirt that, that, that gets kids beat up? Right. That's what this guy looks like. Uh, I, literally, he's like skinny jeans. looks like women's boots he's wearing. Uh, Russell huh? Westbrook, who has some interesting, eclectic dress. But at least he plays. you got to give Westbrook credit. At least he'll compete and he'll play. Now, you can dress uh, like Liberace's friend if you want to, <laughs> and, and, but you can play. I mean, he play. This guy, I, I don't even think he had to take a shower after the game, Jamie. I don't, I, I don't think he was sweating. No, it doesn't look like it. And, and you know, um, that really doesn't look too far from Liberace, some of the things, the get-ups he wore. Oh, dear um, Lord. But, again, we're talking about uh, the bro code here that I think – I don't think we can leave the airways here without uh, – and I'd like to know. I mean, if you, if you really put yourself in uh, Hardaway shoes or whatever, who was the guy that Tim you, Hardaway Jr. And then the guy that hey, who's that in the uh, Barnes? Yeah, the, Mike Barnes. Mike, yeah. I mean, you talk about a blow. I mean, you're paying the mortgage on that house, right? I mean, and and for you, at least fake it, people. I mean, she you ladies was. out there, at least at least have the decorum not to. And knowing your kids are going to be FaceTiming, at least try to hide it. But, I mean, he's not even cold yet. Yeah. And he's cavor- and, and, and Fisher's cavorting around in a bathrobe well, we'll in the background. Like we'll, we'll leave it like this. We don't have, it doesn't take long to call a roll after that now, does it, Terry? F.S. said it boils down to the B.B. King rule. As long as I'm paying the bills, I'm paying the cost to be the boss. Yeah. <laughs> there <laughs> we go. There we go. Been fun today, man. Thanks, John Tabor, for your expertise helping us out. Thanks to our sponsors, Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union, Powerworks Gourmet Pizza by Design, Mr. Bobby Manning, Attorney at Law, Spa Neville, our title sponsor, Jimmy Cooley, and our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world, folks. Go see them on U.S. 165 North. North in, I'm sorry, Jamie. U.S. 165 North in Monroe. There we Tell all these fine folks some more. You heard about it on ESPN. Make sure you stay tuned this afternoon for the Sports Company with Sean Fox. And remember, we have the LSU-Mississippi State Regional uh, coming up this weekend on ESPN 97.7. So, all your baseball guys out there, you'll get your baseball fix, and hopefully the Tigers will uh, dispatch the Bulldogs yet again and make uh, what used to be an annual pilgrimage to Nebraska, home of baseball. I think it's going to be a little tougher this time around. It's a little tougher this time around, but all things considered, you got to like their opportunity. So at any rate, thanks for listening for us today, folks, and have a great day. Aloha. See you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to The Edge with Terry Waldrop. No matter what the topic, Terry will take it all. He's not scared, and you better not be either. We want to see you right back here every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. on ESPN 977 and ESPN977.com.